You're listening to Around Comics, episode 270, brought to you by InStockTrades.com and C2E2. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week a revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. And Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you are in the area, please drop by. Hey there, folks. Christopher Neesman here, and uh, let me introduce you to this week's panel. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hi. It's a panel of two to, to start with. It's I, army of two. It's a, oh, I, have you read that comic? No. Have not. I have have not. you played the video game? No. Neither? No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't. Sorry. <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't even know it was a video game. You're right. useless I to saw, me. I saw the cover of the comic, but... Yeah, it's one of those based on a video game. Uh, anyway, um, um, fresh from uh, being signed by the Chicago Bears. I've signed along, to a four-year deal. <laughs> along with everyone else, apparently, is uh, uh, my partner in crime, Mr. Brian Salazar. How What's you doing, I'm good. How yeah. you doing? That's all right. You know, the, the penultimate recording here tonight. Is that, yeah, I guess it is, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, like I told somebody earlier tonight, it's like, this is comic books. No one ever dies forever. Well, you know, so, you know, coming, I, out, coming out in April is ultimate around comics. Ultimate, yeah, we're rebooting it. <laughs> it's ultimate around comics. And, and then you know, it'll be ultimate, ultimate. How come we're not, how come it is the penultimate though? Mm-hmm. I was looking at this calendar and it's like there's a, another weekend or another week, like the second of April. Mm-hmm. How come we're not recording then? Um, I mean, I don't care. I'm just, I, I, was, I was just asking. Just, month, right? Yeah, it was kind of a arbitrary it's date. Date. Just, oh, okay. yeah, I, I just, thought we were going up to C2E2. Um, you know, we, we will have a, a, a book club that'll come out and so, okay. yeah, so right. I don't know. I may just, I may just get on so and, two you know, weeks from weep, today. weep for an episode. Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, uh, March, uh, March 19th will be our, uh, um, our last recording here at Dark Tower. So, uh, so if you're in the Chicago area, come on by. I'm sure we'll have several people crawling around the shop and or no one or no it'll just be you and me right yeah that's well, right. before we do jump in uh, here too much, we just mentioned C2E2. I, I want to mention our sponsors for this episode. Uh, InStockTrades.com, of course, longtime sponsor of the show. Uh, InStockTrades. Oh, my God. Oh, and Coco is upset. Coco. Coco. Uh, InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more. All at great discounted prices. And remember, remember that all orders over $50 do in fact ship for free. And I mentioned the uh, book club episode, and that is spotlighting the Alien Legion Omnibus Volume 1. And it is discounted uh, fantastic uh, 45% 
20% off the cover price. So you can pick that up at InStockTrades.com. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Actually, uh, Ted, uh, a long-time listener of the show, uh, brought in all of his uh, original Alien Legion issues to to show off. His uh, brothers. His brothers, yes. He's stolen from his brother. <laughs> um, and uh, we mentioned C2E2, and this is kind of our um, our march up to uh, to C2E2. So I'll go ahead crawl. and uh, our crawl, crawl to C2E2. Um, for the first time in over two decades, a national comics and entertainment convention is coming to downtown Chicago. Make your plans now to attend C2E2, the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, this April 16th through the 18th. Uh, you've heard about it a lot by now. Uh, special guests like uh, Jeff Johns, Mike Mignola, Ethan Van Skyver, uh, Alex Ross. Uh, gosh, who else? Of the, uh, Gail Simone's going to be coming. Neil Gaiman, they announced. Yeah, Neil, Neil Gaiman. Like, uh, some sort of reading. Mm-hmm. And that's to uh, benefit fit the the CBLDF um, you know you hit it big time when someone else, you will pay you to just come and read your own yes, stuff. Yes, yes, that's that's big time. Come and read to thousands of people. Yeah. I've actually been. Well, no, it wasn't a reading. I saw Neil Gaiman at the uh, uh, Printers Row Book Fair oh, that's last right. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of a, a nice. What uh, was he doing? Just an informal chat. He Talk, was uh, talking, talking to about like graveyard graveyard boys. I read that. Uh, I read graveyard book. The graveyard book. Yeah. Uh, graveyard boys. I'm, I'm thinking of the uh, the Ed Brubaker Vertigo. Uh, Dead Boy Detectives. Dead Boy Detectives. So Agency. Was, yes, Something I always like get that. those confused. But yeah, you know, he's, uh, you want to talk about just a, a guy that you can sit down and listen to. I mean, he, is he, he charming he, and, and, he's a guy that I could listen to him read the phone book. He's British. That's part of it. It's the British accent. Those yeah. guys just have it easy talking. Everybody Funny, wants to hear him talk. Charming. And it's like, here, just read, you know, letter P in, in the yellow pages and I'll sit there. I'll pay for it. It's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a lot, he's very cool. Did, you just, did he just tell stories about hanging out with Tori Amos? No, well, no, it was really more about, um, hanging out with his daughter and, oh, and how, good. and how, um, well, how, she was a big inspiration for that book. Yeah, the yeah, book. yeah, yeah. He, he wrote that in. I think in the book, there's like a little uh, essay kind of in the forward. Yeah. You think he mentions that or he kind of, I guess, uh, farted around with the the first chapter with this idea and and read it to her, and she's like, "That's good. Keep going." He's like, "Okay, I guess I will." Yeah, <laughs> didn't she come up with something like? I think some of the yeah, some of it, some there was some idea or something she came up with or told him to do or something. Kind of yeah. ushered him on, but yeah, he's Those, he's great. Um, go to uh, c2e2.com for a, a full list of guest uh, events, and you can purchase tickets. Uh, we mentioned uh, March 19th as our last recording here. <laughs> March 19th is also the last day that you can pre-order tickets to have them mailed to you. I believe that you can still order tickets oh. uh, ahead of time, but if you want your tickets mailed to you, March 19th is the cutoff uh, for that. Uh, we are also giving away a big prize package. Uh, it's uh, a really fun contest. When are they giving that away? Uh, March 19th. 19th is the drawing. March 19th oh, is the day wow. of days, March 19th, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, March 19th is a big day. Uh, we're it's my birthday, away. March 19th. Is it? No, no it is not. not. It's not. <laughs> you just had your birthday. It would have been, it would have been, wouldn't have been, it would have been awesome if it was. It's but. Tom's birthday. Is it? Sure, we'll just Yeah, what the hell? He's not here to you know, dispute it. We're giving away uh, one amazing VIP package, three weekend passes, five exclusive C2E2 posters signed by creator and guest of honor Alex Ross, 15 limited edition C2E2 t-shirts, and uh, your chance to uh, win lunch with a Marvel editor. I don't know I don't know who the editor is or where lunch is going to be, so it's... Uh, <laughs> you get McDonald's with... I don't even. I couldn't even name an editor at Marvel. Who's, who are Marvel, Marvel editors? Uh, what are the potential? Um, oh, Brevoort. Okay, it, well, but he's bigger than that, isn't he? 
He's well, isn't he an editor. Like, no, he's an editor. Is, oh, okay. yeah. I would be. Uh, CB, maybe. C, is CB. he an editor? I don't know if he's, he's an a editor. talent, uh, attractor. Yeah. Or talent, talent scout. Yeah. He's the Simon Cowell of, of <laughs> comic books. Yeah, I, I don't want to know what his that casting couch is. That was beautiful. Next one is, that was terrible. Get out of here. Give me coffee. I don't know. I don't even know the, uh, the other editors. Uh, Wacker. Oh, sure. Wacker will be sure, great. Sure. Yeah. I would, I would, is love Axel, that. Al- uh, yeah, Axel, Axel X Men, isn't he the X Men guy or something? Or he yeah, was? I think so. He's doing all sorts It'll of It'll be somebody stuff. interesting. Probably. You can ask questions about all your favorite Marvel characters and <laughs> all that stuff. The, the inner workings of the Marvel offices, the bullpen, as it were. I don't think there's really. A I don't think there's anymore. a bullpen anymore. Uh, to enter that contest like and, and possibly talk to any of those or any one of those editors and have a wonderful don't know lunch. Which one. Could be any of them. Uh, could be White Castle. Could we, be all. We don't of them. know. Uh, just go to c2e2.com forward slash around comics. Just enter your uh, email address and name, and that's it. And you are entered. All right. I already uh, did. Oh, uh, I did too. As a, as a you test. You can. I can't win, but I just want to make sure everything was working. Who's pulling that? They are. Yeah, I we don't so. have that responsibility. No, 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 no. I've been shirking responsibility yeah. for the last for I, the last two months. If I you noticed, haven't noticed, I have noticed actually. You're, <laughs> which is shocking. I I don't know what's gotten into you. you it's out of character. It right? is. It's very hard for you to do that. I I would imagine. Well, I go, I go I go one hundred percent. It's easy for me. Oh, I, obviously, I, but you know, I go one hundred percent at something until I find a, a new a new ball to play with. And right now, it's all about curling. Curling. It's all curling. about curling. Oh, I feel I feel bad for the <laughs> curling community. I really I, do because they have no idea what they're in for. I knew I was the in curling. Trouble. Are you going to do a curling podcast? No. Come no, on, I, you should. What? Like betterice. dot com. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah. Whatever. Better is that? You've already said <laughs> it. Betterice. Second. Wait. I'm going to go look that up right now. On betterice. dot com. Yeah, that is registered. Uh, oh my god. Uh, I bet you it is. No, I actually did get a comment uh, last week from one of the one of the older members. It's, it's at fucking GoDaddy. Betterice. dot com. It is registered to you. Isn't it? <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm, you know I can look that I, up. It's not gonna, me. It's I'm, not me. Right. I swear to God. But yeah, one of the one of the older uh, uh, members there is just like, "Wow, you're starting to be a familiar face around here." <laughs> we'll be back after a quick break. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts, or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. <laughs> you have no idea, curling community, what you've gotten yourself into. They should. They they really should have a better screening process for for new members. Oh shit! They'll just take your money. You're gonna care. you're gonna you're gonna uh, usher in a new era in curling. I think you know you're like the new young guard because. You know, I was really surprised that how many young people are are joining up for this. Well, I think the yeah. Olympics have gotten people interested mm-hmm. in curling. I mean, it's like you know, it's like uh, it's like a bowling. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you don't have to be a super athlete to do it. And, no, and it's, uh, it, there's a, a huge social aspect to it. It right. really is. It really is just kind of uh, an excuse to go out, do something physically active, and yeah, then get together. Around. Yeah, and then get together with a bunch of people and, and drink for an and hour. Dr- or and so. you told me what is that called? The, the oh, it's called broom stacking. <laughs> 
Because you stack your brooms <laughs> and, and then drink and then, and then drink. All it's, right, it's, all it's right. great. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I have no, I have no issues with the brooms. I'll, I'll have to it. see if that we have an open event sometime, and I'll bring you up, and and we'll, we'll where I can some, play. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. God, yeah. You don't want that. And we'll do some, we'll do some broom stacking. Afterwards. Can I bring ice skates? Can no, no, oh. no, no. You have to wear a, a slider. It's well, how am I going to get shoes. that? I don't have those shoes. I, I'll, I'll, let, I'll make you, them. I'll let you borrow a slider. Oh, oh I, already have, I already have. Well, you only slide on one foot. And you have two? I have all the equipment. Oh, Heck my yeah, of God. Course I, I, I'm shopping for a broom right now. I can't, you know, I can't. <laughs> I, I really can't make fun of it. I mean, I, I was in a bowling league for years. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, five different bowling balls and elbow and wrist guards and it's the same all sort of, yeah it's, it's, the, it's same. the same thing drinking just, it's just an excuse to it's drink. canadian yeah, it's so. canadian but you said it was scottish it's right? a, it is actually okay around curling here around this, curling, is, this is what better this is, what, this, this this is, is a preview this is yeah, a preview yeah. of what in case people didn't know what christmas is going to do after around comics <laughs> this is a preview of it it's around curling in in scotland uh in the off uh, golf season uh-huh. uh whenever the weather was too inclement to golf uh they would uh they invented of this game curling to do on the frozen Scottish moors, and so that's what they would do. The Scots just don't like their wives, do they? They just don't want to be at home. They and, need something outdoors, and they, they all can it, run away too. And they all involve drinking. Well, it's, it's yep drinking. So that yeah, they would do this on the on the on the frozen <laughs> on the frozen moors. Curling. So yes, it is. But uh, Canada is really adopted. Oh, so. good lord! What I just uh, well, as I was, I, I've been telling you uh, all day. I've, I've um, Become a bit obsessed with the show The Big Bang Theory, which mm-hmm, I had never mm-hmm. watched before this week, and now I've watched almost the entirety of three seasons worth of it in like <laughs> four about days. Me being obsessive, yeah. Tell me about it. Luckily, they're only twenty minutes each, so I can go. I can run through a bunch mm-hmm. of them at night. Um, but no, there. I just happened to go. I was reading in this uh, free Comic Con magazine. magazine. They had a, a thing for T-shirts, a, a website for buying different, you know, mm-hmm. geek T-shirts, whatever. StylingOnline.com, and I went there and I'm looking through, and they have uh, Big Bang Theory T-shirts. Oh, of course I they may do. have to order. Oh, of course they do. I just had never seen them before. So. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been watching. That's what I, I've been yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Uh, you know, deviate from uh, our new, our, our new curling? the new, the new the curling format. Well, and you know, it's, talk some it's funny because I, I had never watched the show. I'd heard it was funny, but there was a part of me that's just like, I, I really don't want to watch a show that makes fun of like comic book geeks. You yeah. know, it's like I don't need to see that. And and mostly, like the typical stuff is you know. It's just kind of mean spirited and making fun of and haha, you yeah, make, and, make and, fun of the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah, kind of and thing. it's just like uh, stereotypical. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so I had never watched it, but then I read as uh, a website called Geeko Systems or something like that, or Geeko something. I don't remember. And it's just an article this woman had written about um, how she liked the show, but uh, she liked because it presented geeks in a certain way that she thought was beneficial. But at the same time, she didn't. There was something about it because it didn't have women geeks on it or whatever. Anyway, but I read the article and then I was like, "Well, maybe I should try." Yeah, I'll give it and a try. I give it a try. And so then I watched like one episode, and then it was the Stan. Stan Lee was recently on it. <laughs> Stan. So I watched that, and then I went back and watched and like you know got all the episodes, and I've been watching them all. But um, it's you know it's uh, it's a typical you know sitcom, but it's pretty funny, and um, the the geeks are basically the heroes of the story. I mean, they're the you know they're the the likable characters, but, but, Even not, though, but not in a Revenge of the Nerds type way. Uh, what well, kind of? I mean, yeah. they're yeah. I mean, it's they're they're definitely geeky. I mean, they're they're all uh, you know um, theoretical physicists, so they're super okay. intelligent and so they're and nerdy, actually smart but, geeks. Oh yeah, they're really yeah. smart as but, opposed to us. Uh, yeah, we're just dumb geeks. <laughs> um, 
but they're comic book geeks and there's there's tons of comic book reference stuff in there and uh but overall i mean i didn't think that it was i mean it's certainly not um there's nothing untrue in any of it i mean every, the the funny thing is like i sit there and watch and i go yeah i'm like that yeah and you get I, all oh, sure, the references yeah, yeah oh god the re- yeah the references yeah. are good um they're always wearing you know comic book t-shirts and talking about comic mm-hmm. books and different and they go have, to a comic and, shop, and like yeah. in their apartment there's all sorts of statues and they're you know <laughs> yeah they go to the comic shops it's every, like looking every into Wednesday. a tv mirror oh, it's ridiculous <laughs> it's like because that's the thing it's like there was there were things in it that i might you know sit there and go oh that's kind of rude but then i go yeah i'm i do that yeah i'm like you know i i identify with all of these characters at the same time but uh but you know it's it's just a stupid sitcom and it's pretty funny so i just need to get through it all you know there's like <laughs> 20 episodes a season three seasons i just have to watch them all and that's then i'll be done so so comic nerdy of you i know <laughs> well, hey, well, that's the thing about the show is it, it has a continuity they follow a very strict continuity in the show there's things that have happened and because i've watched three seasons worth in a week i i can tell pick this up there's stuff that happened like in the first season that they reference in the third season. They're, they're very strict with their continuity, so they're definitely of course they uh, are. Of course yeah. They it's are. a geek. It's a geek show, but it's well, been fun to watch. Staying on the uh, staying on the TV uh, uh, subject, I started watching Survivors on uh, on, yeah, B- you were talking on about BBC that. America, and it's um, I really enjoy it. It, it, it kind of gets off to a uh, kind of a slow start. It's uh, to give you a little bit of backstory or back history on it. There was uh, a series uh, on, on BBC in the 1970s, also called Survivors, that this is very much based on. I mean, the storylines are are repeated. This you is know, where Lost came from, isn't it? It, it, Gilligan's Island. Well, it's more it's more like the stand, and I would just I okay. would I would say it is a apocalyptic. It, it's a mixture of uh, of take equal parts of the stand and the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's a it's a virus, a super flu that wipes out like ninety percent of oh, the world's population. Stand, yeah. Um, but it's not uh, uh, it take out the uh, the religious spiritual aspects right, of right. it. This is this is you know it's it, it's set up just like the stand. But then it becomes much more like The Walking Dead in that you have these these groups or these individual survivors that kind of happen upon each other, and so it's they start forming this group that is now trying to travel and and find a place to mm-hmm. to start their life over again and they find you know other people that are are maybe not so nice and uh, people that have kind of like set up territory so it becomes the, very futile mm-hmm. walking dead have you, are you caught up on the walking dead have you, did you read the yes. latest yes when yes. they get to that town or whatever. The, yeah. The, God, the, we can't let them know what we've done. Well, then, yeah, you're, you're just sitting there waiting. Kirkman's good at it. I mean, you're just sitting there waiting. It's like, When's you know, the other shoe going to oh, drop? Yeah, it looks, yeah. you know, everything looks so great and everything, mm-hmm. but you just know at some point, you know, oh. these people are fucked up. There's yeah. something wrong in this yeah. town and they're yeah. going to have to kill everyone. And yeah, yeah. They're, 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 someone's yeah. going to die. Yeah, there, something terrible has happened. He's got to be a... I was thinking about when I was reading that issue. It's like he's got to be a pretty fucked up person in his head at some point because all he does is torture these people oh, over and over. He does it so well, but it just thinks some of the sick shit. It's been good for like the last six months. It, it had hit kind of a, a little valley there, but mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's it's back and um, getting. You know, they've done this several times now with you know different you know towns and then the prison and 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 you know here I think right. there's definitely a new chapter. It's this community, and I think they're going to ride that out. I would imagine for you know eight ten issues anyway. Yeah, it's because they're 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 so quick. But uh, uh, survivors is uh, I, I'm enjoying it quite a bit because it does it, it does have a lot of that Walking Dead. And, and and vibe to it. You don't know who is. I mean, I mean, we're not as people. We're not all good. And if no. if ninety percent of us died, well, you know what? There's still going to be a lot of screwed up 
survivors out there sure. and so there are people that have you know work in their own angles and 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 all that kind of stuff but it's it's based on this 1975 series which was um created by terry nation who if you are an old school doctor who fan no. like i am uh, <laughs> i know you're not but uh, but terry nation um wrote a tremendous amount of the 1970s doctor who, doctor who um stuff you know third and and, and fourth doctor uh so there's uh there's a geeky tie-in there that it's that it's based on a, on a terry nation uh property there you go. it's it's weird because it says it's based on a novel by terry nation and i guess there were some some rights disputes which is why he left the show the original the original show, the original the, show. Oh. yeah, and so it's based on a novel. But uh, I've been going back and watching the original BBC versions, and it is—I mean, like the there are scenes that are basically duplicated and, in the new one. Yeah, but it's almost like Battlestar Galactica esque, and that you know now like uh, you know one character that was uh, you know a guy in the original series is now like an Asian right, woman, right. you know that kind of that kind of stuff. So. Oh, and she, uh, what's her name, Katie Sackhoff, showed up on. Uh, the Big Bang Theory, oh, did she? And, and yeah, it, as a uh, 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 a fantasy in one of the characters' masturbation uh, <laughs> scenarios, <laughs> basically tell him to, telling Getting him pretty to, close to the target, uh, aren't tell, they? Tell, <laughs> telling them or telling him to uh, to get out of the bathtub and go. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. It's nice. All right, Sal, we got a panel now. We do. We have guests now. I don't quite get that. <laughs> I don't your, understand that one. The Hangover? Just the, the movie The Hangover? Oh, okay. All right. We, all have, right. Get, we have guests. Sorry. We were looking at the stylinonline.com. I'm telling you, this is the best. Of the, I've been looking like the last couple of weeks. I've been looking for like good geeky t-shirts. Oh, no, it's a good company. And and I, I went to like 80s tees, and they have some, but they're kind of expensive, especially if you're... Fat, yeah, of, like of, me. of larger proportions. And, uh, um, Husky. This place is like got them for like twenty bucks. I know, man. You know, double X. So. Dude, I I stock up when they come to the convention. They set up at the con. Is that them? The oh, yeah, the real big yeah. One? And oh, okay. I mean, okay. yeah, I got that's where I got my cool uh, Superman shield that looks like an Aerosmith cover. Uh, <laughs> oh, they, they, they do the big the big circus tent of t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, okay. hey, hey, what? Whoa. Oh, okay. Whoa. No, no, about our size, circus tent t-shirts. Circus tent of t-shirts, John. Oh, I see. You're looking trim. You're looking good. Yeah, yeah. God bless you, but I, I can I can do better. But that's all right. <laughs> can always, about we can always talk about He's gone from circuit tent to pump tent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's in my pants, sir. Join, join us now, of course, is uh, Mr. John Suntress. How you Hello. doing, Hello. Hi. Good to have you. Suntress. Can't get rid of uh, I had something to talk to you about, John. No, I can't remember. Anytime, Sal. I'm here. I'm here all night. And uh, <laughs> uh, another return guest, but oh, not, not, not returning enough. It, it's been a long time really, since, man? We, since we've had you here. Um, Stevie Where D. You been? Suck it. It was before <laughs> It was before uh, Windy City last time I saw you here. Yeah, that's Jesus. the last time I was here. We got good uh, responses from our video. Oh, really? Uh, yes, sir. Because I'm so damn handsome. It, you Well, you know, seriously, not much of a cockroach race amongst all of us, but you were the most handsome man on that video. <laughs> Cockroach? Oh, I'm not oh, sure. Was oh, now I, I get it. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's like my pup tent uh, <laughs> yeah. thought that he's. Hey, yeah. I think so, uh, yeah. circus tent T-shirt. I, yeah. no, no, I know what it was. Please, I wanted to compliment you on your Groucho Marx uh, retort to Roger Ebert today. I, I thought, that was fantastic. By God the way, God bless you. I don't know. Nobody's. Nobody's. I. I. Come on. People. I think people my age and older had to have 
like oh, tweeted that back to Ebert. Ebert's like he was on Bundy's at the Oscars, and there was no room service until 5 p.m. And he's like, no room service? What would Groucho say? And I said, send up another room. And, uh, <laughs> that was fantastic, John. That was <laughs> perfect. You know, and I'm like, yeah. That is what Groucho would say. If, if he had he, a voice, he'd laugh. Yeah. I, I, oh, have you seen? I know, I and I don't mean that in a mean way, because no, honestly, no, no. did you see on Oprah? I didn't. I haven't seen it yet. I've, I've heard I did about see it. For people yeah. who haven't seen it. Um, Has he got like a talking machine? Sort of yeah, like, but some tech company took all of the commentaries he had done for DVDs throughout the years and actually have assembled... His voice? Yes. yes. Really? And it's limited, but they showed him with his wife, and he was typing, Chaz. and it... Uh, yes, it sounded Chaz like and him. It, and it, it sounded enough like him. No kidding. And yeah, I was, you know, seriously, like, I know Jeff Katz tweeted about it, and... Uh, um, I saw the uh, pictures CBR. of him in Vanity Jonah Fair. Wiley, Jonah, Jonah. Yeah, Jonah, Jonah Weiland was tweeting. I mean, we're all like, oh, man, it's so nice. We haven't heard his voice in so yeah. long. You know, so he's such a cool guy. It, he really it, is oh, a good he's, guy. He's yeah. read, read his blog if you have a chance. Oh, he, yeah. he did He did a blog entry. This has been probably a month or month and a half back, and, and Marta, uh, my wife, was just like, you have to read this. And it was the story about he... All these things that he took for granted because he can't talk now can't and eat. he can't eat. And yeah, feeding tube. That's fucked yeah. up. But he has just this super positive, amazing, uh, positive. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm alive and um, I can write and I can exactly you know, I can express myself and I can watch movies, which is he loves more than anything yeah. else. And and no, it's it's wonderful that he. I I think honestly, yeah, I think he's become more powerful, frankly. And and you yeah. know, certainly more people are paying attention. But and he's awesome it's, on Twitter. It's, yeah, it's like it's. It's like he's it's like more poignant because Certainly. now you're listening to what he has to say you you don't take it for granted you and, don't take him for granted and almost, i think maybe. and i think he kind of feels like he doesn't know how much time you know yeah. really that he's yeah, going to have knows. left either and he's not afraid to step away from movies and tell you what he thinks about everything yeah he's definitely and, yeah yeah well, no question yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, he yeah, yeah, eviscerated that, uh jay um Got him blanking on every name today. Jay uh, uh, Sports. Uh, Mariotti. Oh, Jay, oh, Jay Mariotti left. Jay Mariotti left the Sun Times, left newspapers, and the guy was a pain in the ass. And I know this from being on the sports beat letter for twenty years, a long time ago. Jay no lie. <laughs> yeah, I swear to I God. Don't, I don't. I don't <laughs> good riddance. Did you read our good riddance? No, or, no. Or no, you, no you I haven't read it yet. No, I was oh, not a fan of Jay okay. Mariotti. I hated Jay Mariotti. Well, <laughs> when. Because he really left and really like is like oh newspapers are dying yeah, you, yeah. you guys are chumps, and Ebert wrote this awesome editorial saying hey man, the newspaper guild stood up for you when you when they were ready to fire you because he screwed up a lot yeah. during oh, yeah. the Olympics would screw up on baseball coverage while the Olympics were going on and yeah he was a real idiot and he and really yeah he sent him a nice little f you uh, blog <laughs> open letter to Jay Marietta we're like yeah fuck you pal newspapers made you what you are don't yeah. you ever forget it. And it was cool. So yeah, yeah, well, Ebert's, yeah, Ebert's, 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 Ebert's a newspaper guy. But we digress. Yeah, yep. no question. Um, <laughs> yes, I don't know. I just, that was all Groucho Marx. Yes, set up another room. <clears throat> well, um, before you, you fine gentlemen came in, um, what was the some, conversation? We had someone crumpling, crumpling bags in the back. Yeah. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you really <laughs> Eat the Funyuns after the show. Don't eat the Funyuns <laughs> during no, the show. Norton looks afraid, like Steve is going to get up and whip his ass. <laughs> It's like ah! I won't because Mike's Mike, Mike's giant. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike Norton, Tom Welling, thirty-two. <laughs> really, thirty-two. Wow. 
Was there? Yeah, a, a little too old to play a nineteen-year-old. It came up that apparently that according to Wikipedia, thirty-two. No, it came up that I guess they renewed Smallville for a tenth, tenth season. season. Yes. Yeah, they Jesus did. Jesus Christ! He's right. Not, you know, he hasn't been a farm boy for like six years, and he's looked honestly. I think he looks his age. Don't get me wrong; I like him a lot. Yeah, I think 30. he's a fine. He's a thirty-year-old man. He's not a you know. A, yeah. He's not a kid. Yeah. He's but it's just twenty. It's kind of goofy that it's still Smallville. I mean, and I know I don't Tom Welling looks a hell of a lot better at, 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 at thirty-two. Well, I understand. <laughs> Not me, me too. Me too. Um, yeah, he's amazing looking, yes, but that's the reason why I watched the show for a couple of years. It's the only reason why I tune back in every once in a great while. But Jesus Christ, is, what? Stop! <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what just I call mean. Metropolis, like, you know, and like well, put a cape on him and or call. Yeah, but if you Superman. change the name, I'm sure you're going to lose a couple million, you know, viewers to. Oh, what happened to Smallville? I don't know this Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. maybe. It was, was was my grand, that was my grandfather. Exactly. And by the way, he exactly. watches Smallville. I'm going to watch Lawrence Walker on PBS. I was going to bring up my father-in-law. What's my options? I was always shocked. I had no idea for years. You know, like you know, I always read comics and blah blah blah. My father-in-law, my wife's father. I figured he had no interest in anything like that whatsoever. I mean, he he liked sports and he loved golf, and he was an accountant. And you know, never in you know the years that I knew the man did he ever mention anything comic book related or anything you know okay. that would give me any inclination that he would enjoy uh, any of that stuff. And then then I found out like he one of his favorite shows of all time was Lois and Clark. Oh, that's funny. Like, what the fuck? Oh, that's Where did funny. that come Interesting. from? You know, it was like he, yeah, he, like, they never, never missed <laughs> yeah. Lois and Clark. It was, yeah. all, like, it was all about Terry Hatcher. Those first yeah, three seasons, was, I thought yeah. it was a good show. I mean, it, it, oh, it, it was. It jumped yeah, the shark eventually, it was but you know, shocked me. You know, I was like, yeah. what the. Lois and Clark, really? You like that? I mean, you know, it was just for him. It was just strange. Dean was... Kane movies all over Logo. I'm watching Logo because of Buffy. Which, by the way, if I may I know, right? be yeah, comic please, book queers, yeah, um, go ahead. I, I guys <laughs> gone, guys gone wild commercials. Talk to the in the, quite, in the room. Exactly. You know, hey, there's a gay guy here, so I gotta like commiserate. For so, a what do you think of those guys gone wild? Did they oil them up beforehand? Yeah, they do. They get them oiled up. They get them really liquored. <laughs> It and, kills and, me, man. And the and the, the people, the camera people, are actually women. For real? Yeah, I actually, uh, my roommate well, ordered smart. the DVDs when they first, the very first time they ever came out. He ordered them, so of course I watched. Hey, I wouldn't know. Take my shirt off if I knew guys was yeah. going to be looking at. Hey, it. I, I thought I, this I, was for the ladies. Hey, they, the they've hell? got they've got the the Sarah actually, Silverman sure show on logo. Yes. So yeah, that's like, hilarious. Yeah, watch watch that and then see uh, commercials for uh, RuPaul's uh, Drag yes, Race. Yes, Drag that Race is fantastic. I'm that sorry, is a I'm funny eating show. a cookie. That is a funny. I don't have a dick in my mouth. Seriously, if you. Yeah, <laughs> if you guys <laughs> watch that show, I have. It's hilarious. It's great. I have. Uh, I think it's very funny, and I and I like uh, the judges, and I like the contestants. And those chatty little bitches, man, that cracks me up. Oh my god! You should see that now. There's they're doing the same thing that like Project Runway is doing a show after the show about the models. What this, is it? it, it it's. I haven't when, seen. When is it? What is it? What is it? I know. What is it? I mean, I know who RuPaul no, is, but I don't. I've never the seen drag the race. Dra it's RuPaul's Drag Race is to find like the next big drag superstar. Sure. Okay. Okay. It's, so like, it's, like, like, it's like Project it's like Runway, Project Runway, Runway for, for, for drag queens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Awesome. And uh, they have a they have another little show afterwards called uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked. And it's all the stuff that happens in the green room in between scenes, and 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 just like every other reality show that in the does world, sound awesome. they get these queens liquored up. Awesome. Nice. So watch. Watch. <laughs> I like how RuPaul has uh, adopted the Civil Shepherd uh, treatment of uh, putting the uh, Vaseline on the lens to, or oh, this gauze over the lens you to, have to, right? to soften I mean, his yeah. look. Oh, yeah. Which I understand. RuPaul's well, got to be hey, we all forty. Hey, we all oh, she's sure. a lot older than that. 
Yeah, she's, really? she started out like yeah. Just because I'm gay doesn't mean I know all the shit. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to make it up. I'm gonna make it up. Well, she started in 1936. Hey man, if you were Superman, we'd have a bunch of Kryptonian questions. Yeah, it's like, the same yeah. goddamn thing, man. It certainly you know? is. It's the exact same fucking no, thing. Was Kryptonian. Kryptonians can get married. Exactly. Hey man, I'm with you. Me and the mayor, man. We're right behind you. I didn't mean to yell like that. On Earth too. Let me ask you this. You guys eat your corn on the cob in a strange. Way. Yes, we do. It's too bad it's radio because uh, really, I think a lot of people would really appreciate to see it. Uh, I think left to the All imagination, right. it'll be even better. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're we're going to talk some some comics. Oh, um, okay. Get it. No, uh, fine. So we're going to go from uh, I think drag queens to Nazis. Oh yeah, we uh, we talked about this one. Well, Justice okay. Society. Yeah, the Justice. Uh, I like that uh, JSA. Yeah, thing. that's my book. After JSA fighting Nazis, you can't beat that. Exactly, and after I think a shaky start, I, yes. I like I like this new arc for Willingham. I felt the same way. But he was a shaky start. But I think it's led up to this. You know, even you know the car, the kid carnival stuff and True. and with with obsidians, his whole weird egg. Yeah, yeah I'm in an egg. Yeah, that was kind of yeah. strange. But <laughs> but the kid carnival. Could somebody stuff sit on the motherfucker and hatch him already? Yeah, exactly. But uh, but this is is really good. With uh, you know, I, I was kind of taken aback at first because of the whole 20 years in the future and everybody's sure. dead and it's Mr. Terrific, you know, captured by Nazis. Yes, middle-aged Mr. Figure, Terrific. Yeah, yeah, but you figure, you know, it, that's not going to happen. It's an alternate, you know, Oh, sort well, of, yeah. yeah. But enjoy I, the ride. That's enjoy all right. the ride. I yeah. love, I and love fight when, Nazis. I mean, that's, you can't get any better than that. Absolutely. And yeah, it was, uh, some of those characters, I really didn't look them up because some I remember and some I don't. Now, I wonder yeah. how many are new and how Baroness many are... Blitzkrieg? I didn't really... That, now, she I remember. She, yeah. Of course, Captain Nazi. The, the, most of these were like around in, uh, in All-Star Squadron. <laughs> Right? What a great problem. Probably. Cap- Captain Who Nazi. Ca- I am Captain, I'm Captain Nazi. 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 I have it here. I'll look up then, some more of that. Uh, you know, that was a original. That's the guy who uh, created Freddie Freeman, uh, Captain Marvel Jr. Got, that's uh, right. Really? Shadow of War. I never heard of that one. Yeah, I, I think that's a new one. Yeah. Uh, Count Berlin. That one's awesome. <laughs> Vampire Nazi. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. That's Hello, awesome. I am Count Berlin. I, did, I like that one. Baron, I saw him at the Bra House the other night. Count Baron, Berlin. Baron Gestapo. Okay. Dr. Demon. Cap- right. Captain Murder, which you can't <laughs> be. There's a lot of captains in that. There's Captain Swastika, Captain Nazi, Captain Murder, uh, Hunter. Just I, I'm right. thinking it was Hunter, like Jew Hunter at one point, and they well, just changed I, it to Hunter. Know, yeah, or maybe, maybe inspired by Glorious Bastards with uh, yeah, the whole uh, Christopher uh, Christoph Waltz uh, deal. I haven't seen that. Yet. White Dragon, oh, so good, awesome, so good. And it's on the Green queue. Ghoul. Which one? Nice. Green Ghoul. The Green, Green Ghoul. Ghoul. Yeah, and I like White it. Dragon. All right. Yeah. I, I think Count Berlin's my favorite. <laughs> What's Count your, Berlin. What, what, Captain Murder. I okay. love their song, Riding on the Metro. <laughs> Count Berlin. Out, out, of, out, of all of the, Come on. out of all of the fascist bad guys in comics history, yes. you know, all of those guys, but but then in the Marvel, Marvel, who's your favorite fascist bad guy? Uh, well, Red Skull. Skull. I mean, for me, I respect Skull's that. always been. I mean, because I'm a huge Cap fan, so sure. it's always been Red Skull. Yeah, I think he's at the top, though. I don't. I don't know. I mean, again, Zemo, Captain... but Baron Zemo's. All... Yeah, I actually probably was... like Zemo better than I like. I like Skull. Zemo's look, but yeah, but uh, you know, I don't know. And I and I was bummed that they killed off. Uh, although I guess that happened in the '60s when uh, the Masters of Evil and stuff. That's when Helmut Zemo, Zemo uh, actually Helmut. Yeah, yeah. You like that? I put the yeah, Ulan in my like, uh, voice there's, there when I said There's been that. like it's like the third generation. Yeah, Johan. Yeah, Johan. Uh, whatever he is. Yeah. He doesn't have a gun drop anymore, does he? <laughs> no, it's not Johan Strauss, is it? No, it's not Johan <laughs> Strauss. That's the composer. <laughs> That, if we were talking about the Blue Danube, it would be Blue. You know, okay. Trust, I uh, ever since the uh, um, the Stern Burn run on Captain America, I've always been a big Baron Blood. Baron Blood, Baron cool. Blood, sure. sure. Uh, and uh, 
Yeah, you just gotta love Arnim Zola. Oh, just the how about freakiest? Yeah, yeah. I, I love, oh, yeah. But with what a great character design. With no uh, novelties necessary, the great Baron von Strucker. Come on, the, Strucker. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the you know monocle. Exactly. Just yeah. the monocle. Hey man, uh, read, read the uh, <laughs> kind of kind of bald head. Exactly. Kind of the Colonel Clink look. Oh yeah, yeah. Just read. Read the Steranko Nick Fury. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, you, yeah, oh, Strucker. Yeah. Strucker was great. Sure. Even though it took him forever to figure out that Strucker was the the head of of Hydra. Of Hydra. Yeah. yeah well. That's yeah, a, he doesn't look evil at all. You'd think he was, you know, just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Alexander did that awesome one shot of uh, Sergeant Fury, and you had the original Baron Zemo, and you had Strucker in there, and everything. It was it was really cool from a few months ago, and I hope they collect that soon. I know that they were going to use that as kind of a prequel to. Captain America White. I don't know where that project is. I'll be talking a little yeah, bit in a couple weeks that? and yeah, find out. Yeah, no kidding. I forgot all about Captain America White. I, you know, it's, honestly, it's, that it's, it's somewhere with war heroes. Yeah, and Daredevil, mm-hmm. the Target, and you know some of the other woulda, coulda, shoulda. Things change. Yeah, but uh, you know, you can just keep going back to the well of uh, great Nazi villains. Uh, of great Nazi villains. <laughs> the great Nazis. <laughs> Ilsa the She Wolf of the SS for the fine uh, video. Oh. It's not comic books, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, who was the uh, in Tom Strong? Um, who was the, uh, the, oh God. Uh, what was her name? She was great villain that, uh, Tom Strong had oh, some, while you're name? thinking, I'll say, uh, Steve Bryan actually in Athena Voltaire used Ilsa as a, uh, role model or whatever, a inspiration for uh, a villainess that uh, he came up with. And I can't remember her name, but it was in one of uh, Steve's Athena Voltaire stories. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh, that guy in that book that. Had the thing. <laughs> that had the thing. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Say, I did identify the cryptic? book. Give me that much. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I can't remember her name. I remember what she looks like. Yeah. Because oh, Arthur, yeah. Arthur Adams drew her. Because there were boobs. Issues. Yeah, there were <laughs> yeah. boobs and yeah, leather good? Nazi boobs. I yeah, mean, no no flat chested uh, female Nazis I've noticed. No, no, no. Yeah. Braun. That's the, about it. They're the master race. There you go. No, you're right about that. Absolutely. I'm German and I'll just say that we drink a lot of beer. Who was the Wonder Woman? pastiche that uh, Roy Thomas used in The Invaders because there was like a there was a, an equal to Master Man was it, it wasn't Iron wasn't Maiden? she Warrior Woman it oh was no. it Warrior Woman it might have been Warrior Woman I just remember her that having sounds, I'm thinking remember, about that and Frank Robbins you know drew her oh, like yeah. if I could be Bob Hope for a second you know she really had the uh, the swastikas <laughs> out there if you know what I'm saying was it uh, Warrior Woman or I love Frank Robbins for her that sounds right but I for some reason Warrior Woman, yeah but... I think you're right did you, Steve, did you always did you always like Frank Robbins art? Oh, yeah, yeah, I always should be. Yeah, yeah, I, should like be I, I love picking up invaders when I was a kid and yeah. Cuz I think as a kid I I must have subconsciously liked it but I know it I'm like what is this and what's with Bucky with the mullet and everything? I didn't think of it as a mullet back then. <laughs> no, we didn't know it was called a mullet. Right, then. it was the 70s. But uh yeah, I, I have to say I really enjoy stuff and have, you know, really great stuff on the invaders but go back in uh, his comic strip work uh, Johnny Hazard. Oh, oh no, I didn't know about that. Oh man, awesome. It's like Steve Canyon, and really, he was a guy that was inspired by Kniff, and I think really, you know, modeled his style off of Kniff, and followed him on a bunch of mm-hmm. scripts or uh, strips like uh, Scorchy Smith, mm-hmm. things like that. He's he's awesome, and of course, great Batman writing from Frank Robbins as well. So. Oh, I didn't know he did any writing. To be honest, with you. you know, he... at DC, wrote a lot of great uh, Batman uh, and Batgirl and Robin solo stories, and. Um, also wrote a lot of the war stories. I mean, he was, you know, My it bad. was it was strange that they never Prolific. used his art, but you know that they, they, they scripted a lot for they DC sure it's and the everything. Same guy? Oh yeah. Oh no, Probably. definitely. I'm Absolutely. just asking. I'm not. No, you know, and it's one of the when I eventually get around to talking to Joe Kubert soon, I hope uh, I I want. That's one of my questions: is why was Frank allowed to write but mm-hmm. not draw? You had not to so. WonderCon. 
Yes, I am, sir. I think he's a guest there. No, no, I won't make it to, but to WonderCon this year. Joe but, Kubert but, but Joe Kubert will be there that's in my cool. place. I had that uh, very good to hear. Well, that's very big of you to allow Joe to, uh, to substitute nice. voice. I, I met him in Baltimore, and he was great, and he did give me his business card and uh, contacted, you know, talked to. I just haven't, you know, made the love connection yet to make time to talk love. to him. But we will. Mm-hmm. He probably just thought you were trying to apply to a school. He's got a, an iron hench. I mean, he's like 84, 85. He's like, you know, only a few years younger than Stan Lee and those guys, but. Man. But he, you know, he goes back to the golden age. Still he was knocks it out. Literally yeah. sharpening pencils for Will Eisner when he was like 13 years old. <laughs> wow. Here you go, go Mr. Eisner. Good luck on the spirit. <laughs> All right, Thanks, kid. kid. Give just, me a... just doodle in the corner. What's that thing with wings? I call it Hawkman. Yeah, that's terrific. Get the fuck away from me, Wayne. I'm busy. <laughs> I just want to draw war Will stories. Will never be like that. No, no, no. He loved everybody. Yeah, that's my. Man. That's one of my biggest regrets is that I Not never, never got to meet or, or hear him talk or... Just, Will Eisner? Yeah. Did yeah. anyone in the room, because I know we've got a large peanut gallery today, uh, back a few, the year, I want to say, after 9-11. I think it was the 2002. Was... University of Chicago had the Humanities Festival and celebrated comics. And Neil Gaiman interviewed Eisner. <laughs> and Spiegelman was here. And Scott um, McLeod was here. And... Uh, well, I'm just saying who was there. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Mark's a name dropper. Uh, but think, no, you know, it was. I think it was I remember awesome. that. I didn't get to go to. It, Jesus but I remember was that. there. It was cool. It was like being at you know in the paper because the University of Chicago is that's like God. our Harvard. I mean, that's you know they split the atom at the University of Chicago for yes, people who do. don't know, and it's a beautiful. Campus. And the first Heisman, uh, the first uh, um, Heisman, Heisman, Heisman. That's right. Yes, they had. Yeah. A, you know, we had a football here. team until oh, they eight. still do. My <laughs> nephew actually plays for. Oh no! Okay, they're D three. Okay, that's cool. So Ron Bash knows who they are. He plays for him, but he's there for school. Not but he, he started as a freshman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. he got uh, whatever the conference they're in, player of the year or something. <laughs> as a tackle. As a tackle, yeah. 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 But it was great because they, they essentially it was a guest lecture, and afterwards, totally approachable. And he hung out in the lobby, and you could talk to Gaiman, you could talk to Eisner. Wow. And I brought a couple of my Warren uh, spirits with the peach-colored uh, pages. And stuff, and he's like, "Oh, my pleasure." Oh, good. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh man, I'm like, dude, I've been reading you for thirty years. You're awesome." And he's like, oh, it's you're very sweet. Thank you. I tell you what, you uh, you read the uh, uh, Ten Cent Plague, and you really start to understand that Eisner was there basically at the beginning. I mean, we're we're the Eisner Iger Studios. He was like eighteen, nineteen years old, right? When, when he started working in the biz. Well. They were, they were packaging comic strips before they were doing comic books. I mean, right. that's the thing. They were another studio that was, you know, trying to make things. Uh, I forget the pirate uh, thing. Awesome, my man. Got a flash drive back from Kyle Bice. Thank you very much. Hello, Not that Kyle. everyone needs to know that, but I pirate. appreciate it. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, the, the, the stuff that Isaac did. Yeah, I can't remember the pirate strip that he did back then. Um, the other thing no, too is, it. yeah, I mean that's the thing. Everyone says Siegel Schuster and stuff, and it's like, no, Eisner was really there from the start too. Oh yeah, yeah, he absolutely. really was, you know. So yeah, read read that book if you have if you have a chance. I keep meaning to, but also I hear that they the one thing they don't, that doesn't seem to be covered, and you tell me because you've read it, all the comic strip people during the uh, the Senate hearings on comic books, the comic strip people really like, hey, that's those guys that are doing that horror and and crime shit, not us. 
you know, we're good guys, and we, oh, they, they, were, they, were, they totally they were, like stabbed their. Well, their the point there were so I mean, many people was, taking you know, taking strips sides. Is what everybody wanted to exactly. Do. Yes, I mean, the yeah. comic that was the country club of cartooning. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And and so they were. Hey, we're not with those dirtbags. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, man. Pretty much. Oh, there there was that was uh, that was very much a time of division in comics where uh, people were, uh, you know, with the whole comics code uh, coming. I mean, that was that was basically all the other publishers that that EC was kicking their ass they're like okay we have a chance to kill our competition <laughs> and and sell a lot of books here so yeah there was a lot of taking oh, yeah, of it was i mean oh yeah Gaines yeah. won't know he's on dextrogene all whacked out trying to lose weight <laughs> you hear about that supposedly yeah. he was taking dextrogene right before his testimony and he yeah. was like i don't know they they, t- <laughs> they talk about that but uh, I, th- I think i think bill Gaines got the last laugh oh hell yeah man yeah. Fine, screw you people. I'm going to make it into a magazine yeah. mm-hmm. and not have to worry about censors and make millions. Yes, and, uh, yeah, and, and Mad Magazine did, did very, very well. Well, you know, I was going to talk yes. aphrodisiac, but oh, you haven't read it. You haven't up. read it yet. Yeah, that's hilarious. Mine came. Have you read enough of that yet? Mine came in the mail last night. No, I haven't. But I mean, we've been talking about it on eleven o'clock. Well, then you don't I, need to talk about it. Not, just not, listen not, to that today. Not, not, no, I, I, I won't. Sp- I won't spend much time on. It. I'll just say for those folks out there that don't listen to eleven o'clock, Jason Wood did a, a great Ooh. synopsis of aphrodisiac, and then I read it and and loved it. It is a uh, uh, relatively new uh, original graphic novel from Ad House. Are you recording right now? Yes. Or are you just talking to us? No. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I thought you were just talking to us. on the air, sir. Okay, sorry. That's why we're <laughs> I here. I apologize. That's what the red light is. <laughs> I, I could have sworn you would stop. You're like Carl Pil- Pilkington on those Ricky Gervais uh, podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell's going on? Uh, but it's uh, it's from Ad House, Ad House Books, and uh, it's uh, by Jim Rugg, and it is... I have it. It's awesome. I it's it funny. I, I mean, it you look through it. I oh, mean, it, it looks just fantastic. looks awesome. It looks, yeah, it's 70s, you know, uh, exploitation comic book. I mean, it looks Black awesome. exploitation. Black exploitation. Attaboy. Actually, I just got in the, in the mail from Netflix um, Black Dynamite. Yes. Have you seen that yet? Yes. I have not seen awesome. it. Awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Outstanding. I just got it, so I haven't seen I, it. I had the pleasure of talking to uh, Greg Morris about that. Oh, really? Damn it, Phil Morris. Phil I Morris. always do that. His father was Greg. From Mission Impossible, he's Phil. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he had. Uh, I hadn't seen it when I spoke to him at, in New York and everything, but now I saw it, and yeah, it's a fantastic. Movie. Phil Morris, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Absolutely, That's awesome. I love him. that guy. My God, that guy's in serious shape. That guy's like five years older than me, and like you know, he can kick our ass. Bill Morris. He's he's a practicing oh, yeah. martial artist. I used to watch my Young and the Restless. I'd like to see him with the shirt. No shit, off. he was on Young and the Restless. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, his storyline was fantastic. He actually had to paint up as a white guy. Oh, what? Jesus. Seriously, it's from the eighties. If you can find this, fuck, it's Holy awesome. Shit, he made the worst-looking white guy. He looked a little bit like Lionel Richie. Wow, or when Eddie Murphy, of course, did it on SNL. Yeah, a little bit, a little right. bit more like Lionel Richie still. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm truly hello. Classic. So oh, check great. Out, I'm check, a penny lover man myself. So check out, right. check out Aphrodisiac. It's it very is, funny. It is funny. It's uh, that uh, rugs are. He's goes through several different styles yeah. and yep. and it's it is oh it looks awesome I, I, I was you know what I was gonna read it and I'm like 
Ah, he's not going to want to talk about it because he's been talking about it on eleven o'clock comics. He's not going to. So I didn't even bother. I was going to. So so fun. They beat books to death on that show. That's right. That's what they do. That's what we do. Have you read Mysterious the Unfathomable? They're so fucking desperate. Can I tell you about how great they're so? You know, they're so desperate and surprised to get a word in edgewise between Vince's. You know. Ramblings of you know stuff that nobody's I, I ever want read. books on tape of Vince's. Really, I, I think Viz and everybody has to hire uh, like him to do the books on tape. Books on tape. Oh, I would love that of all the manga that he reads. Absolutely, there's this incredible part of the book. It takes 75 pages, and I will take you page at page, page at a time, page. Panel, panel, panel one, reading right to left. That's all right. He's gonna he'll shit on me next week at 11 o'clock. That's all right. This is all the this is all for the transition when when yes. the show is no longer here. The people should go and listen to 11 o'clock. It's a very funny show we we have our moments we shake our fest uh, every week steve what have you been reading i don't know <laughs> yeah i see you in here every week you're reading what have you been reading with? Doesn't I, read comic I, I read books? it i read it and then i completely forget about it mm-hmm. no uh this week actually wonder woman was really good because the power girl was in it she's my gal yeah you and, hear the news uh, on that by the way yeah, yeah i just heard it today yeah. i just heard it today it is sad gail gail's leaving mm-hmm. she and uh, birds of prey though right yeah which that's it, great i i wish so although that's coming back. maybe she coming can back. only handle two books a month i don't know i mean it's what's the other book well you know oh, secret, secret six, six, six yeah, of course. Yeah. she can't she, stop no well, she also yeah. got uh she said she also She's announced a new welcome to tranquility miniseries which i'm so excited about and that's awesome and she apparently has another project that uh is brewing that is brewing and uh what you talk about what you're but you're reading but i want but, but I, w- I want to talk about uh, who might be taking over Wonder Woman. Oh, please. I want to hear the rumors. I need to know. Morrison. No. That's the, that's the rumor. <laughs> that, no, no. That actually, what I, heard, what I heard from that is that mm-hmm. I heard that on, on bleedingcool.com. It, it, yeah, because that's reputable. You know what? Well, you know what? So is Wikipedia. And I, and I, and so I, love, and I love you, Rich Johnson. You know. But, but I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, what, you know what? Shut up. He's right um, more than he's <laughs> wrong. Uh, no, but he was saying on there that, that his his take was that the editors were like, okay, it's Morrison's direction is too weird, a little too out there, and so they're going to yeah. make it an out-of-continuity mini, which that would be fine by me. Sure. Um, why not? Yeah. But Okay. That is like uh, Wonder Woman, first of all. Because you wouldn't I, want sales on Wonder Woman to go down. because well, here's the thing. By getting too weird. If Morrison gets on there, all I can all I can imagine, seriously, all I imagine is he's going to turn her into Kathy Lee Crosby wearing the fucking sweatsuit. Love that with Montalban as the bad thank guy. Thank you, yeah. Big and fan of that TV movie. It's going to turn into that thing. Nubia was in that movie. Sign me up. These kids are too young. I understand. <laughs> Nubia is in that movie. His, her black I, I sister. Know, yeah. That's an awesome movie. More continuity than you think in that yeah. f- stupid Th- fucking movie. Thank you movie. for calling me young. I appreciate well, that. Relatively speaking. We are we are the two youngest ones on the on no. cast. On the, on the panel older than I am? I'm 40. And I'm oh, 45. Right. We are a year older than I am. Yeah. I'm but I look 10 years younger. Yeah. It's all the, the moisturizing cream. Um, do you mask? Morrison, <laughs> it's something I all right. I, you know, I I honestly, <laughs> I'm I have like read... no interest in reading Grant Morrison books any longer. Really? I, yeah, he hasn't done anything for me in a while. The, um, the Batman and Robin arc I'm, that I'm just uh, finished. Oh my god, yeah. the Cameron Stewart arc was fantastic. I yes, thought it was really awesome. Yeah. I mean, I can understand during uh, the Tam one, and I, and I wasn't crazy about that. Either. What about yeah. Joe the Barbarian? Uh, Joe uh, the Barbarian, nothing sorry. there. That's that that. Come on. The, two issues and nothing there. There's no fucking story in two issues of that. Book. I read the hey, second the one. Art, the art looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a beautiful book. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, there is no a, fucking story. Yeah. Because it's, it's not. A, it's. I'm not going to. It's, li- it's living I'm on Sean gonna, Murphy's art. Yeah. yeah. It's a movie pitch that. 
turned into a comic book. It's there's no is that, fucking. Is that story. true? Well, it's, is that bad? I mean, that's it's the rumor. Hello, Millar. That's everything he writes, right? Well, I'm not trumpeting his work. Either. I'm just saying. Straczynski's uh, well, yeah, Strange no was uh, also uh, a movie pitch that turned into a comic book. What was uh, when strange. J. Marco Straczynski a few years ago did his Doctor Strange uh, the story? Strange, strange origin story. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that was, was a that movie, was a movie pitch. Absolutely. Eh. That I know for certain. But he knows how to write movies. Yeah. Unlike Grant like, Morrison, you know, honestly, or... Grant's like more uh, for me is like Warren Ellis for me in terms of half the stuff I love and half the stuff I yeah, agree. With. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's where I'm willing to at least there, there hasn't check been, it out. There hasn't been much lately from Grant Morrison that I've appre- that I've liked myself. I'm not saying you know it's just I, probably All Star Superman, but I like his mainstream. Yeah, All Star Superman was probably the last thing that I've I've really enjoyed from him. I mean, the Sea Guy stuff is just that's I'm crazy. Well yeah, it's crazy. I'm ready. And then the Batman and Robins was okay. I mean, I did like the last issue of it uh, was was yeah. interesting, but overall, it's just like eh, it's just kind of really the first three it's issues were fantastic. to me. I mean, they were not... because I think that's a lot of that has to do with the fact that he had more characterization with Dick Grayson in those first three issues. That's dropped to the wayside. Yeah, I mean, it's all Batman now. It's the, you don't get to see Dick Grayson at all. I'd like to see a little bit more of him figuring out what the fuck he's doing as Batman. Yeah, that and maybe it's just whenever he works with with quietly that just something. I think that, something yeah, magical. I like. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. true. That know, is that's, true. They may, maybe well they together. just collaborate and and quietly is able to kind of tell know, a story, de stress it a mm, little bit. I yeah. guess with the exception of R.I.P., which I did think went into weird tangents. And to be honest, Wikipedia makes more sense of R.I.P. and it keeps making me want to buy the trade and reread it. Yeah. But before that, all the stuff I think he was doing with Batman was very interesting. I loved the Batman of All Nations. I loved when Batman was in London. I like those, yeah, I like. I mean, I mean that's I like the, you know the, the Black Hand yeah. arc that he did there, and I like the the yeah the, the All Nations. I, I I did like those, but even that, I mean, as much as I I enjoyed them, but it didn't blow me away. It just mm-hmm. it's just like eh, I I'm and just kind of the point where with Morrison, it's like what? you you yeah. don't you you probably don't go in expecting greatness like a lot of people do. No, God no, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm more hesitant, like expecting just weirdness, yeah. and, and I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> but it's the and it's so the, I'm yeah, more surprised when yeah. I enjoy something from him than I'm not. Gale yeah. did a great job with the new Adam, but you know that was a Morrison idea, and I would have liked to have seen him write those stories or no, no, some see, stories. Uh, no, I, I'll Uh-oh. disagree. I think that is perfect. I, I think him. I've heard you up, say this before. Coming up with just the germ cra- of an idea, crazy, whacked out germ of an idea, and then hand it off to a writer that can execute it. Yeah, monthly. yeah, and uh, and I, I I enjoyed Gale's run on All New Adam, but not nearly um, the end of the run as I did the beginning. Well, and, that's and, the reason and, why I think it kind of come on, playing you know, put, uh, puttered out a miniature out Cthulhu god. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, just that whole idea of Ivy Town kind of being—it's awesome in theory, the 50, but it's the fifty awesome sci-fi. Well, but Gail made Gail made it a very fun book. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she only had one bad story arc in that run, in my opinion, and that was just when he went to go back when he went the, back to the, China to yeah, the, the yeah. ex-girlfriend thing. That was yeah. ridiculous. I like to forget that one, but everything else I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, really the, the 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 zombie uh, bullies. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. I well, like that one. That we <laughs> you would. Well, but then I, I, when you were talking about Wonder Woman, I was like, yeah, Wonder Woman is the only Gay Slimone book that I don't like. 
Which one? But you know what? That's a Not hard that it's book. Not been bad. I mean, I just no. But that's also a very hard book for people to get into. I understand yeah. that too. Yeah. And you, I don't know. I don't know very many straight men, especially that really get into Wonder Woman. <laughs> I'm going back and I'm reading the the Greg Rucka run mm-hmm. on it, Great and, run. I'm, and, and I'm and I'm enjoying it. Um, I think the the inconsistencies in the art hurt that hurt yeah, that. But the, the art was never terrible, but it, it became inconsistent at a time. Um, but one of the things that Gail said in her kind of uh, going away letter that she that she put out today that that kind of struck you know struck me as as okay here's here's the problem she talks about all the people that come up to her and tell her how important Wonder Woman is mm-hmm. to is to you know them and 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 how the characters influence them and and this way and and then she says and and most of these people have probably never opened up a Wonder right. Woman comic book it's the idea of Wonder Woman yes. and and the empowered woman yep. and, and so the idea of the character is is very inspiring to people but the mostly the people, mostly the people <laughs> that, that don't that don't read the comic. Right. Yeah. You know, my one conversation with Gloria Steinem back at the first New York Comic Con, I had to bring up her objection to Denny O'Neill's left turn that he took with Wonder Woman, depowering her, making her a street level kind of daredevil mm-hmm. character and everything, bringing I Ching in, and. And I said, because it really was a book of its time, and it was all about women's lib. And yet Steinem, again, objected to the changes of the idea of Wonder Woman. She was no longer the superwoman. She was no longer stronger than men and things. And, you know, I don't know if you know about this story. How, or not, how, I, and how yeah, you Ms. interpret it. Ms. Magazine, it was this front cover editorial of, look what these people are doing to Wonder Woman. This is the kind of thing that we object to in the women's movement where the reality was, I think Denny was on their side yeah. and saying, no, yeah, I'm actually... I don't actually... think so because I've been reading those recently Go ahead, and the one thing that he did with Wonder Woman is, if you notice, first thing he did was he brought in a man. I Ching. I Ching. He brought in a her man teacher. to be her teacher. Oh, no, okay, wait. Go I'm not no, done. No, I, I want to hear throughout Stevie. The, go. Throughout the entire run, I've only, I've only gotten through the second trade so far, but throughout the entire run, she constantly is reminding her not only herself but everyone else that she's human now. And every time that something happens to her, she starts to cry. Interesting. She cries and breaks down, and <laughs> okay. then a man has to come along and help her out. So Denny was just showing his misogynist side when he was writing this book. Now that's got nothing to do with female empowerment. Okay, but it was it was really interesting though when he is he it misogyny away, or is it just wanting to sell the book to more men? That was just me trying to use a big word. Oh, okay, that's all it was. <laughs> that good job. <laughs> well, no, seriously though, I mean, it, it, I was re- uh, well. This goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the, that show, The Big Bang Theory, and the reason Love I got that show. well, I just started. I'd never watched it before, and the reason I why does this sound weird? The yeah, reason I um, I started. Uh, <laughs> Uh, watch it was I had read this article this woman had written uh, written had written uh, <laughs> wrote, that's correct on a website Geek- For our I think it's called Geekosystem is the website but Interesting. she, she like wrote that. about it and she uh, she's a comic book geek and she enjoyed the show because the way that they presented comic book geeks but she didn't like it on one level because there, the only women in the show weren't Comic book geeks, there's like you know, there's the the hot Penny. blonde that lives next hot. door. Love her or the scientist girl Dirty that has no man. interest in in. Uh, so oh, she yeah, had no from Roseanne. I forget yeah, her name. So she had no one to identify with as a woman. I was sitting there going, well, yeah, I can I can appreciate that from her perspective, but from the perspective of the people running the show and the network and and trying to sell a show, basically, audience. yeah, who's the core audience? It's not the minuscule, you know, tiny tiny fraction of people that are female and comic book nerds. It's the base of male comic book nerds. So at yeah. the same time, with Wonder Woman, it's like, well, or any female comic book it, character. If they, if if they, they're trying if to right. sell, yeah. It's the reason I, I have no interest in Wonder Woman. 
I grew up with four sisters. I have a wife and a daughter. I'm surrounded by women. I don't want to fucking read about them in my comic books. <laughs> Sorry. I, have, I just have hey, no interest in it. No, it I understand. Nothing, it has nothing to do with hating and I women. Kind or, of, I just I don't associate with what women go through. Well, and I, and kinda, I don't want to. I grew up kind of the same. I mean, I, I had more men in my life, but I felt the same way. Until I don't want to read about women. But then, honestly, it was a lot of shows in the 90s and 2000s that I was like, you know, they finally figured out how to do an action show right to me because I was never a policewoman fan Pepper uh, Martin back in the day come on absolutely Angie Dickinson (laughs) but no honestly like Alias really made me like oh oh this is actually really good I am going to watch this because Dark Angel no, Although she's hot, but I'm, you know, but no, no, really, no, no, the reason favorite. you're watching but, that show is because a she's surrounded by guys running around shooting and stuff, and b she's hot. But she could, if no, she no, wasn't no, no, hot, no. you would have no, no fucking honestly, interest in that but show. But I was, what I was impressed with was no. But honestly, like you're saying with Dark Angel, she was a hot chick that kicked ass, and I didn't care. But it was a she wasn't show. smart. Jennifer Garner isn't hot. You know, Jennifer Alias Jennifer Garner. Yeah. She's got Madonna arms, man. They're all sinewy and gross. Sinewy. Oh, that's okay. nasty. <laughs> John right. Sinewy? Oh, wow. She's hot. Sinewy. <laughs> I like Sinewy. I like that Sinui. word. Sinewy. I've had a beer. I Sinui. <laughs> wow. Fasten yeah. your seatbelts. Well, it's anyway, be a yeah, we can debate right. whether or not she's hot later. But the, but, but the point is, I mean... It, you see, for me, it was the girl, honestly, and it was her fighting uh, Gina Torres as the uh, Russian or oh, Cuban... Oh, uh, Gina Torres. Anya, yeah, whatever. Hot chicks fighting. But that's... A, yeah, but again, it was good. It was Bullshit. good ass kicking. I'm, I'm just telling you what I thought. I mean, I wasn't checking out their knobs while they were fighting. Bullshit. I was appreciating the actual action that I was getting. It, it was good storytelling. It was a you hot chick. You can you, do both. It's Why can't you appreciate the fight scenes I and their knobs? Out. That's terrific. I can appreciate both. Yeah, my dad used to watch Wonder Woman with me because of the boobies. Oh, come oh, on. Yeah. Linda Carter. Carter. That's, yeah, now there's a show hot. that I watched. Exactly. Linda Carter's... I watched it to watch Linda Carter. I could have cared less what the hell they called her. Oh, she's Wonder Woman? I, wasn't really <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice. I had no idea. You know, my, my my comic book um, hope for, for Wonder Woman, and I, and I think uh, what would be good is... I mean, JLA has kind of been limping along, and I'm sure that James Robinson has some some you know master plans for what he wants to do. I would like oh, really like to see Wonder weird. Woman be the 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 leader. the leader of the JLA. I think that would put sure. her that would put her in a position in the DCU that would be very important. I think it would it would open that character up even more to um, it also to, makes to sense. readers. You know, it more so, the character more, herself, more, it more so than Black Canary and and I'm a big Black Canary fan, but yeah. but I mean Wonder Woman is an obvious choice to be the leader of the JLA. Sure. And she's she has the the ambassador side of the of the negotiations. Yeah, she, she can she can delegate. She's she's a leader. She well, what what is know. the JSA? They're a group of warriors. Or JLA, what, yeah. the JLA. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, JSA is awesome. But okay, the JLA, they're a group of warriors. And mm-hmm. what is Wonder Woman? She's a warrior. She's yep. the the best. Um, what how, what did Gail say? The the best strategist that right that is in the DCU. Like she is oh, the one you go to. Come on. I'm willing to put them on uh, the battlefield and let a Wonder Woman team and a Batman team fight it out. Yeah. I, I want to see them get married and have babies. I, you know, by the way, and I forget who has been saying this recently, where they'll read like the stuff that happened in just uh, Blackest Night uh, Wonder Woman, and they're like, where's this Batman-Wonder Woman relationship from? And it's like, uh, it's Justice, been that'd out. be Justice League America, kids. Where yeah. I don't know where you guys were, but and I don't know who said it, uh, but it was like, well, I don't know, I, maybe it's another podcast that I'm not thinking of, but I... I uh, 
I'm like, what are you talking about? Joe Kelly made great stories. I've out heard of a that. couple of people actually ask and that I, too, and I'm like, you know, it's been there. Just oh yeah, oh, and, yeah. I think it's, yeah. and I think it's awesome, and I think it's cool that she thinks that much of Bruce. That it's like, no, he's he's a human that I actually, you know, more so than Steve Trevor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, um, yeah, and I love that between uh, you know her and Batman and Superman, it's the greatest love triangle that will never happen in, right. in comics. Well, um, but you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, I know that was the burn thing, obviously, that there was the attraction between them. But I think in, well, it's not only been burn though. I mean, other writers, have, I guess, yeah, the Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you're right about that. That's right. Wade had that. I didn't know that <clears throat> the Marston, uh, the guy mm-hmm. who created uh, Molten Marston, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, the estate still owned Wonder Woman up until the 90s. Oh, wow. And wow. DC finally paid for the rights, but they had to continue to publish no matter what the sales were. They had to put X amount of Wonder Woman books out every year to maintain the license, really? or it would have reverted back to them. And finally, in the 90s, they bought it outright. But because I was. Uh, I heard uh, Comic Geek Speak did a uh, history of, of the DCU, and I thought they didn't really cover the. Uh, Siegel and Schuster and Kane and Marston uh, stories because they are the foundation of the DC universe, obviously, and national public periodicals mm-hmm. and All American as well. Mm-hmm. And it was those three <laughs> deals that you know really kind of founded the company and that the different things that happened. You know, Kane is the only guy, and I, I guess the Mars the Marston comp- the Nar- Marston estate as well. He died in forty seven. I didn't know that. Wow, who and, the hell was running his estate? Um, I'm assuming his, his wife or, and his his, his wife his, and his, his other wife. His wife. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? His wife and a girl, and then his assistant wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like a yeah, yeah. 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 His secretary. Would you assist me wow. for a second back yeah. here, Miss Carney? He would, he would have had many <laughs> options of yeah. people to run his estate. So, but yeah, it's like is um, that what they're doing with like these new characters that they've the the, the red circle characters that it's, it's like, a license what? that's all I Archie, mean, Archie trying to keep a license going well, with that because they, they no, keep Archie, pumping, they still they keep, own it yeah they? Archie owns it they keep those are Archie those characters books out and I'm like what? well they've is got their, reading those? they've got Shields while good. they have the license they want to put out as much yeah. product as they can because when the license ends that stuff goes back to Archie it's like um, the Doc Savage Marvel stuff. Uh, from the 70s, right. right now, DC has the Doc Savage license. So much like Dark Horse is representing the Marvel Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. and the Robert Howard mm-hmm. stuff, and they're putting it in Dark Horse trades, DC is doing the you same guys, thing with the Marvel Doc Savage stuff. You guys read the uh, the new, what is it? First Wave. Let's talk First Wave wow. yeah. on, yeah, on, yeah, on next episode, because I absolutely love it. Oh, oh next speak. episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's wrap this one up. Um, oh, this but, is it? We're done already? For the first oh, can episode. I, can I bring up one? All right, go ahead. we got, we got a whole other <laughs> episode yeah, yeah, to do. That's fine. Um, but you had, you had mentioned the, the Marvel Star Wars. Yes. So and, and Dark Horse is putting that out as an omnibus. Yes, I saw that. It's it's going to be awesome, because I love those comics. All right. Um, we we will you know what yeah let's just wrap this up thanks thanks everyone all right <laughs> wow what? what what we're building listenership now uh i don't know, <laughs> you know uh, everybody's listening turn the shit off right now yeah. uh listen to tom versus Jeez. the flash and listen to me i mean on... i know you got other podcasts that you're going to but... 11 o'clock have comics. a little fucking respect for the listeners. Right? Now, right? <laughs> just drop you know drop them like a hot potato um remember to book your plans now for c2e2 we're gonna have the the big blowout there uh blowout more uh, uh, more details coming, and as we record this, it's 41 days, 14 hours, Crazy. 45 minutes, and 23 seconds. Crazy. Holy I'm crap. so giddy. It's going to be a busy April. so much April. stuff going on this year. It, it's getting crazy. What are you it? doing this year? I'm... Well, I'm C2E2, and I, I'm going on a and family then he's take trip. A nap. To, I'm going to take a big nap. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Walt Disney World. 
Are you oh, going for the con- D, uh, whatever the hell, the convention? Or are you just going for the family? Just going for the family. There you go. And we're hoping to hit Harry Potter land while it's when it opens. But uh, Okay. I didn't know about Harry Potter what? land. I want to go. Oh. <laughs> um... They and get, then they, I might be going to San Diego, maybe. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I just got. I can't that. go to San Diego this year. Oh, where are you going? Because uh, he's it's, going it's to... the same weekend as a uh, baseball Hall of Fame induction. I'm oh, going nice. To, going to Cooperstown. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's yep. very cool. You have your I'm still fifty fifty on San Diego as well. <laughs> yep. I haven't I haven't decided yet. My, mine relies completely on other people, so I understand. We'll, well I'm not going. I'll be at, at WonderCon. <laughs> Before two weeks before C two E two, I'll be going to San Francisco. Yeah, it's nice. Because it's, it's tight convention. You know, and, there, and there's cool. Uh, yeah, there's enough cool people there that I'm like, I know it's only two weeks before C two E two, but it's worth it. I'm kicking myself that I didn't go to Seattle. Yeah, so everybody's awesome at. Show. You know, it's, it's a great show. Yeah. My, my favorite so, show in the country. All right, kicking myself. Kick yourself some we, more. We, 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 will talk, we will talk about all this stuff more next week. Okay. Um, so everyone have have a fantastic rest of your week sure, and weekend. You we'll be back, back again next month. Yes, yes. You're. Keep him in that chair. Uh, we'll be back again next Monday with an all-new episode. In the meantime. In between time. Thank you. You could have said it. No, no. Oh, <laughs> the originator. Oh, God bless you. We'll, we'll be everywhere in <laughs> and around comics. That is right. That's right. That is John's thing. He created that. Yeah. We used to I say that, in, we used to say that in, uh, on the score. He did? Yeah. Well, speaking of, how about those bears? In the suburbs, it's just like Michael Jackson did. I'm rocking the suburbs, except that he was talented. I'm rocking the suburbs, I take the checks and they suffice. views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2010. I'm rocking the suburbs. Just like quiet riot did I'm rocking the suburbs